So, when you're growing up, you're 10th grade, I understand. When you're growing up, 10th grade, hmm, it's comfortable embedded, because you're so embedded in what's, what's going on, you know, you begin to think yourself. You begin to think, and you begin to ask questions. You begin to wonder what's the truth or not. And that is the age. I've always said that, that in your age of 15, something like this, you know, 15, I've always held that you have in yeshivas, they don't do it, but in yeshivas they would have to learn Kuzari. Kuzari is a book which is written on Emunah. Because at the age of 15, the student begins to wonder whether that's right or wrong, whether it's really what he was told or not, because the person begins to mature. And he's wondering whether things are the way he was told or not. Is that happening to you? Yes? Whoa. So what do you do with that? You are asking the questions or you keep them to yourself? You swallow it down? Boom! Not good for a diet to swallow down things. That's right. You should. You're asking questions. You do. You're satisfied with the answers? Not. So what shall we do now? So that's the challenge. Yes? You're asking questions and you want to have answers. And uh, the answers are not all the answers once in a while. is keep shut, you know. It's okay. Something like this. <laughs> okay, so what shall we do now? What do you do? Do you think someone has all the answers in the world? There's a person who has all the answers. Someone thinks like that? What do you think? Is there any rabbi ever in the world, from beginning of creation till the end of the days, which has all the answers, who thinks yes? Yeah, no? So were these rabbis fools that they didn't have all the answers? So what shall we do now? No one has all the answers. Even Moshe Rabbeinu not. He didn't have all the answers. So, what did he do? What would you do when you don't have all the answers? What would you do? So I want to explain that to you in a way, perhaps you can understand that. First of all, it's clear that Torah is not built of the answers. That's not built. Not the right Perhaps I give you why. That's interesting for you. You are. They are about learning. Okay, they are about learning. So I tell you that there is a halacha. It's not a convenient halacha. Don't be taken aback from that halacha because that is not actual. That was never actual in the Jewish nation. Only the Torah says you have to do it. They never did it. Never ever. They still never ever killed a person. Never ever. Huh? The Torah says when a person is transgressing Shabbos with Hasroah, you have to kill him. And there are a lot of mitzvahs like that. That's right. This was never happened. Never ever happened. Never ever. Whereas we have no account of ever that Beistin killed anyone. Okay? Only so keep quiet. It's not a question of doing the thing. It's a question of a conceptual thing, what I tell you. Okay? So the conceptual thing goes like this. The Gemara says it in Shavedri. The Gemara says, then when you reach the conclusion on Friday that the person is Chayiv Mise, on Friday, 
but you can't make the din. That means you can't put him, you can't put him to death. You can't do that. You have to do it on Sunday. But then on Sunday, you have to sit together the basin, and you have to think together again whether it's true that he is Chayez Misa. Because the Gemara calls that Libe de Inche Inche. A person is forgetting the reason. And he has to reassure himself that he's right because perhaps it could change. Rashi says it could change. Yeah? Okay, that's the aloha. When someone is Chayez Misa on, and that was concluded on Friday and you don't have the time to do it, you have to do it on Sunday, but from Friday till Sunday it could be that you change your mind. Good? Now, do you have any bigger seichel than at the time when there was a basin? No. No. There was never a bigger seichel because there, was, there were people which there was based on Mikdash Kayim, there was Ruach HaKodesh, which no one has Ruach HaKodesh over here in the whole globe. There's not real Ruach HaKodesh going on. Not one guy. No. Reb Chaim Kanevsky didn't have Ruach HaKodesh, no. That's not called Ruach HaKodesh Vemes. That's not like a base of Mikdosh. There are people who had Ruach HaKodesh. There are people who had Nevoer. And they decided that he's Chayiv Misa. No bigger Seichel. There's a bigger responsibility than killing a person. No. Because when you kill him wrongly, you can't undo that. You can't say sorry. It doesn't help. The guy is gone. You can't do that. Not like money. I... I made you pay money, and then I see I made a mistake, say, oh, sorry, I made a mistake, I will pay you back. No, it doesn't go. So the biggest lens of vulnerability and the biggest seichel in the world, within two days, that can change. Within two days, that can change. Sunday, you could think differently. Wow. Now you see that seichel is not the thing you base your emuna on. Because you can't, I can't come and say, today I am a maimin. What will be on Sunday? Don't know. I have to think over, you know. I, I now came to the conclusion that I am a maimin. But still Sunday that could change. The same way as the conclusion that the person is high of Misa can change till Sunday. So what do you do now? That's a very strong argument, that's right. That's a very strong argument that Seichel is not the, the, the tool to build a Muna. It's not. It's not, no. Because it doesn't work. Because that can change over two days. We have very, very clear understanding of how, thing, how things should work in a in interrelation between people, in the justice of society. But that case is, that is about, or oh, that can change. It changed endless times throughout history that people thought that's the right way to do it. And after a year, no, that's the right way to do it. And after a year, no, that's the right way to do it. Because the seichel changes. It changes. What you think is right, tomorrow you think is wrong. So the seichel is not the right thing to build the moon. Wow, that was a surprise, that's right. <laughs> that was a surprise. Because that is where you are in. Because the seichel begins to be stronger by the age of 15. The seichel begins to be much stronger by the age of 15. Till now the seichel was like 
like this. And what you tell me, I believe. You know, okay, what you are telling me, that I believe. And now, no, what you are telling me, hmm, I don't believe. I want to see it. I want to understand it. Because that's what a person goes through when he is growing up. That the Seichel gets stronger. And then there is a request. I want that the Emune should be based on that glorious thing which is called Seichel. No. No. Emune is much deeper. Emune has to be much deeper than the Seichel. It's deeper. Okay? It's not for idiots. Emune. No. It's deeper. It's a deeper thing than Seichel. Seichel is like a certain layer in you, but the moon is much a deeper layer, which is beyond the Seichel. It's not absurd, it's not wrong, but the Seichel can't go till there. It's not built that he should go till there. Because that's a deeper thing, way beyond. That has to be, after this Gemara, which I told you, it's a very good Gemara, you know, from Friday till Sunday, you can change your opinion. And it's not only your opinion that you think, uh, was Biden intelligent that he said that Putin has to be out of power? No. Yeah, perhaps he's intelligent. We can't know. Uh, the most probably not. Yeah? Most probably the people in Washington lost their hairs when he said that. It's like, <coughs> they, 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 they. So, but you could have a dispute. You could say, no, I don't have it. Ah, you know these people with a, with a thumb, you know, they can say other up, no, no, you don't understand, there was a political reason, and it's very intelligent, that you could have a dispute on that, yeah? you could have a dispute on everything, but Imuna is not built on that thing, which is called Seichel, it's not, it's not, it's not a question of dispute, it's much deeper, now be careful, I want to tell you that, I want to, give you the mahala in that. Be careful. Emune is not contradictory to your seichel. It's not. It goes along with it. The seichel is part of that which makes it more, more, um, um, how do you call it? More, more, what? Logical? It's not really logic. It's not logic. It makes more, it's, it's, it's more, um, make it, uh, it's, it's miscabled. It, it, it's, you can identify with that. Also with your seichel. But you can't prove it. Yeah? It's not a conclusion, which is a conclusion, which is, which is bulletproof or airtight. There's no airtight thing. Because it's something which is beyond. I can tell you, tell you that, you know, you know, I can tell you that people are coming. I, now, I don't be disappointed now from me. Perhaps you are disappointed and say, no, that's a very big disappointment because I thought that you could do that. People are coming and say, I can prove Emuna. I can tell you everything. Yeah, you heard that once and then you come and you say and then in deep in your heart you think yeah, that he had a good speech. But it's, not, it's, it's spooky. It is like this. Yeah, once in a while you feel like that, spooky, you know. You hear a thing which is very overwhelming, but in the end you say it. So there are people who say, I can't prove you a Muna. No. No, you can't. No. You can't prove that. First of all, where does our Muna begin? That Hashem created the world? No. Our Muna begins that Hashem interacts with the world. He took us out of Egypt. Or the Torah begins, Lech Lecho. Hashem spoke to Avraham Avinu. 
Can you prove that with physics? That the one which created the world speaks? You ever heard a, a raya on that? You heard that once? That that physical law will tell you that, no, you only can prove perhaps that it is the most, the most um, logical thing that there should be a creator because of the physical laws. Yeah, but Emunah doesn't begin there, no. Emunah begins there that Hashem speaks to Avraham Avinu. That you can't prove. You can't prove that. Eh? He interferes with the world. That's uh, that's Emunah. Not No, which I created you. No. I took you out of Egypt. That's the beginning of Emunah. That is a logical proof for that? No. He spoke to Abramovino. You can't prove that logically? No. Emuna is, is another thing. It's not, it's, not, it's not contradictory. But you can't prove that. And even more. And I may tell you that. Emuna is that the Beroilum is above all the limits. Yeah. That's the basis of Emuna. That the Beroilum is above all the limits. Could you explain to me how something which has no limits is connecting to something which has limits? Doesn't really fit, that's right. Doesn't go. Without limits, without any limits, but connecting to something which has... Doesn't really go. Yeah. Yeah, you can't explain that. Yes, you can't. But it's not contradictory to your thought. It's not explainable. Eh? Emuna is placed in a, pl- in, a, in, a, in a place which is deeper than the Seichel. So how do we deal with that? So I want to explain that to you. Okay? So I think that's a very basic thing. And uh, again, the Mashkiah held, I want to tell that to the teacher. Uh, um, uh, uh, you're the teacher over here? Yes. Oh, you're the teacher. So, uh, Mashkiah held that you have to speak these things to, to students which are your age because that's where you begin to think and one has to speak about that you have to speak about that and bring a certain uh, mahalach, you call that into the, into the classroom that no things are there and we deal with that and we know what we are dealing with yes? that's very important yeah, so, 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 uh, so again, things are not in the way that you can prove that with your seichel. You can, you can't prove it. Emune is based on a much deeper thing, and you have to get used to that. That this is a deep thing which happens to you. It's not a shallow thing which could be everywhere. It's a deep thing. Emune is based on some inner, you would call that resonance. You know what resonance is? Resonance, you know? Someone plays a, plays a, plays a musical instrument? No one? You play the violin? Piano? What? What do you play? I'm not playing an instrument. What? I'm not playing an instrument. Anyway, so someone plays an instrument? What do you play? And piano and guitar. And guitar. So piano has the same thing. When you have a good piano, do you have a good piano at all? You have a one which is horizontal or vertical? Okay. Horizontal. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that means you have a you have a 
uh, a grand piano. A grand piano. Ah, that's uh, so it's vertical. It goes, but it has on the on the back. It has yeah, it's a vertical. So on the back, it has it has a wood wooden thing, a big wooden thing. Why does it have when that is broken? The piano is gone. You know that. Why? Because this whole wood has to resonate with the strings, and then the the voice comes out. But the guitar, the same thing. But the guitar inside, it has a connection between the upper upper thing and the lower thing. There is a connection there. There is a there is um, there is a connection uh, in the a violin. You call that the soul of the violin. That means there's two layers of the guitar. They are connected, and then you play on it, and then the the vibration resonates with the back too, and then it makes the sound. That's always like this. Music is based based on that. That something resonates. Yeah, it resonates. Now, you don't know that because you are not into the military. But when you have a when you, when you are going over the Golden Gate Bridge for, for the Golden Gate is a big bridge, big one. You were once in San Francisco. Yeah, you saw it. Ah, yeah, I was there too. I didn't jump off. You know, <laughs> but uh, but uh, but when you go uh, uh, when you see the Golden Gate Bridge, that's a huge construction. When you are in the military and you walk over the Golden Gate Bridge, you may not walk in in synchron in synchronicity. You know, I mean, duck, duck the whole the whole uh, two hundred people. They walk like this one in the same in the same pace. You may not do that because the Golden Gate Bridge could fall down. Yeah, how can two hundred people make this whole construction coming down? How can it be? Because when resonance is there, resonance is an unbelievable force which makes itself stronger. You know? And then it resonates and you, you, you are catching that wave of resonance from the bridge, then the bridge with the time comes off. I tried it once. I didn't take down the bridge. I took... I was uprooting a street sign. You know what the street sign is? You can uproot that thing. I tried to do it. I didn't do it till the end because you can't be with a nice frock and a street sign in the hand. That's not a good idea. But I tried to do it. So I pushed. I pushed. I pushed it move. And then I thought, no, you don't have to push. You have to push and leave and push and leave and push and leave. Push and leave. Push and leave. Push and you are getting this resonance of that thing, in the end, BOCK! That thing comes out. That's what happens. That's called resonance. Emune is based on that. Emune is not based on logic proof. Emune is based on resonance. You say, it resonates with me. And you think, this is a childish thing, resonance. No. Resonance is the strongest koyach you could imagine. There's nothing stronger than resonance. You could bring down the Golden Gate Bridge with that. 200 people are much less weight than the cars which go over. Much less. Much less. But they can bring it down. The cars can't do it. Because the cars don't have this thing which makes a resonance. And they are much heavier. You have these trucks going over. You are, when you see this... Uh, Crazy things, these vehicles which have no limits, you know, they go over without problem. Muta. But 200 soldiers walking in unison, you know, duck, 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 they can bring down the whole thing. Because it's much stronger. 
Resonance is much stronger. Emune is based on that. It resonates with you. It's not a proof. It's not that you say, I have a full proof. With, with other words, I want to tell you that I, I, I have a, some, some um, like you could uh, well laugh by that. Whenever emune would be provable, that means that Hashem wants that the computer should also be a Jew. Because a computer can understand the proof, no? Turing, you know? A computer can understand the proof. So when you say, Emun has to be provable, with other words, you say, Hashem wanted that the computer should be Jews. We'll make a bridge to the computer. No. No. Nonsense. A human being has to be a Maimin. Has to have Emunah. But when your Emunah is based on logic, cold, the computer can have that too. No. But the computer can't resonate. The computer can't say, that speaks to me. Don't speak anything to it. Depends on the code, you know. Has no, has nothing to resonate with. You have something to resonate with. That's why the major place of building a Muner by us is Sedonite. Sedonite, I don't know, I don't want to interfere with your Sedonite. But Sedonite is based on that, that you tell the story of the Yetzirah Mitzrayim. You tell the story. There is a story. I don't know you, whether you know what the story is. There is a story going on in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Hagodesh of Pesach. And you tell the story at the Leila Seder. That Hashem came into the picture and He took us out and he, and he made all these miracles and it was against all the odds. It's a story. What is a story? Why is a story good? Why do you want to listen to a story? Or with other words... Is there anyone, do, do, do they read books? They still read books? Yes. Do you read a book twice? Yes. Yes, you like to read it twice? Three times? Yeah. Yes. Why? Well, let's get to the parts that I like. It is? You know it already. Yeah. So why do you like read it again? To get to the parts that I like. No, or, or because you say it resonates with you. There is something within me which I see. That is good. I, I want to experience that again. It resonates with me. I know it already. I know it. Logically, I know it. The information is in. I know the people. I know the actions. I know everything which is going to happen. Do you like a nigan you know? Or do you like a new nigan? What do you like more? When you know. Why? You know it already. Boring. No, because music resonates with you. That's what music does. I, I know it already, makes no difference. I know it already. But that's the whole point. I know it already, and then I want to listen it again. Because it resonates with me. Same thing is with Emunah. Emunah is like music. Emunah is like a story. And the story you want to hear again. And you want to hear again. By me, when I give the Leila Seder by me at home, I tell a very simple story. Hagodesh of Pesach is a story, you have to see it. Never mind. I try to write a, a safer, but I have a Hagodesh of Pesach, a nice square one, Hagodesh of Pesach in English, which that is trying to bring out the story of the Hagodesh of Pesach. That's what I do by night. And I have, I had my Schwieger, my mother in law, 
you heard about the Sarah for sure. And you heard about Dr. Deutschlander. He was the second, the second, uh, my, my Schwieger was, he was the second Beziankov in the world. That means the one was in Kroke, Krakow, that was Sarah and the other one was in Vienna, that's Dr. Deutschlander. He had the second Beziankov. My Schwieger learned by, by Deutschlander. He, she learned in the Beziankov in Vienna, my Schwieger. And my Schwieger was a very learned person when the Second World War was in rage, or not entirely, the Rebbe Michabad was living in Paris. And he wanted specifically my Schwieger to teach the children. And she said, no. She wasn't a Chabadsker. And she said, I don't come. So she didn't go there. But he wanted her. She was a very learned person. And by me, she was then, my, my father-in-law passed away. And my Schwieger was by us on, on Leila Seidel. She was age 85 or something like this. A very learned person, very intelligent, you know, and like alert, like nothing, you know. And there was she, and there was my children, me and my wife, and the children. And uh, the children were aged from, you know, from, uh, from 18 and downwards till I have 10 children, so till the age of, I don't know what, what was then. So uh, it's very small children. And I simply told the story. I didn't do anything else. I read this far daughter and they told what it says. The story. And my Schwieger was sitting like this. And my five years old was sitting like this. Same thing. It was a story for all. Because when it resonates with you, it doesn't depend on the age. When it's intellectual, then you say, oh, this one I know already. You know. I know two and two is four. Yeah, for sure. Boring. You know? That's your intellect. But when it resonates with you, you can do it for the age of five, Till the age of 85, and they all learn it. You know, they learn it by Sjankev, my daughters, and they learn in Shivas, that's my boys. And they, my, my Schwieger was my Dr. Deutschlander. She was a, she was a teacher of Humitrashi all of her life. You know, she was strong like this, strong minded, and a high intellect. And they were sitting like this. Because a story was going on. That's Emune. That's what Emune is. It's a story. But it resonates with you. It's not nonsense. It's not, I may say the name, you know, it's not Harry Potter, it's that flat out nonsense. No. That also resonates with you. But this one resonates in a different place. It resonates in your heart of being Jewish. Say, ah, Nahom, that's it. And by me, that was a very simple experience when I was by the Leila Seder with the children. In the end, my children, I told them, and we all went out there. I cried then, you know. We all went out there, and I take the body just the closest to me, and his back, and I, that's the way you were taken out, you know. And then my children escaped from me, you know, they don't want to be taken by the back. But uh, that's the way you were taken out, you know. That was a whole story, and I, I am really, and it resonates with me. That is the point. I don't know whether you thought once, whether you saw anywhere in the world, that the biggest intellect which you could imagine and the, 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 the boy which is age six are dealing with the same text besides the Torah. The, go to the, to the I don't know, here in Los Angeles they are, they are, into, they are into going into, into, into college education or being lawyers, doctors too, or only lawyers, only money, or also doctors, or things like this. Because, okay, you, you, you will 
learn uh, I had a Mechut which was a genius in in biochemistry okay a genius so you learn biochemistry you go to the teacher of the class you know the professor which teaches the highest course you know the, the, the seminaries and you give him the book of high school which you learned a little bit of biology and you give it to him and say could that be the textbook of your seminary no that's what you learn in high school we are much more advanced you go to the biggest godel you could imagine to the god of Vilna or to, uh, to Rabbi Israel Baal uh, when you want one of them Israel, according to your cho- choice you go to one of them and give him a chumish same thing chumish you learn in Cheder and say could that be the textbook of the course for sure but I think it will be too deep for the, for the students to understand it's the same text as you learned by five years old. Same text. The same. You know, the Goen at the end of his life was only learning Chumash. Because he saw everything in the Chumash. He didn't learn any Gemara anymore. He learned only Chumash. Because he saw everything there. That's what he did. Could you imagine? It's a story which resonates with you. Where you are. That's what Emunah is. It's a story. It's a framework. That's what Emunah is. It's not an intellectual proof. It resonates with you. You have to understand that this is the beginning of your own development. The beginning of your own development. Because that stays with you all over your life. The main point you have to go in your life is resonance. Because when you, when you will have a family, you know, children are acting in a very illogical way. Perhaps you remember that from yourself and your mothers, you know. They told you, are you crazy? You never got that. Are you insane? So what do you do? No. You don't have to scream at the child. You have to find a way that the story should be a consistent story. It resonates with you. And you love your child not despite his, his shtuyot, his things. No, together with that. Because the whole life is a part of that story. And it's a good part of the story. And that's the way you, you act. It's not logic. You don't act on logic the whole life. You act on resonance. That is the deepest point in you on the Shoma. That you resonate with it. Okay? So that is what the Muna is about. That is what the Muna. And I think you have to deal with that now. Now. At the age of 15 you have to deal with that. Because that's the age where it kicks in. That you begin to think. And then you say, thinking... That is the main point. You begin to realize that over here you could do some, something. You know, you could create something over here. And now this teacher tells me the same thing as I was when I was 12 years old. Zeig Really boring. I, I, I don't, I, I can't take that anymore. That's what you say. That's right. I understand you. I understand that. So you have to be stimulated enough. But you have to understand Emune is much deeper than what you think. Emunah is much deeper than your thought process. It's a very deep thing in your soul. It's where you resonate with Yiddishkeit. That's what Emunah does. Okay? So that's what I wanted to tell you. You think it's above your heads. No. It is what you need. You understand? It is, that's what we have all the best. Yeah, you can speak. Can I have a question? For sure. Maybe simple-minded, but what is the, how does one work on resonating more with, with the Torah? 
or resonating more with the messages if they're, they're not resonating maybe with all the messages. So how, how do we resonate more? Um, the point is, and I want to tell you that, that's the truth. Right? That's the truth. Um, it goes over mostly because the teacher resonates with that, not because the teacher knows. Yeah, but my children got from me. My, ch- my children have a very strong emuna, Hashem, I think so. But that was from a very young age. I tell you one thing, for example. I, there was once I have, can I know the ten children? And then there, there was a time, a few days or a week, which the children, the one had a, sp- uh, a split ankle and the other one was, had a cough or, or, or some pneumonia and the other one was this. And then they went to sleep, they were young. And they went to sleep, and I heard over the discussion in the, when they went to sleep, the four girls, and they said, perhaps you should check the mezuzahs. And then one of them said, no, our father will never, will, will let us check the mezuzahs the whole year around. Only now he will not allow that. Because now he will tell us, let us think what Hashem wants from us. Yeah? He doesn't want mezuzahs. He wants some action. You know, something is wrong with me. Let us be educated from that. That was, that was they were young like this. They were young like uh, 11, 12, 9. There was a young girl which said that. Why did she say that? Because I was very much resonating myself with that, that Hashem teaches you something in your life. That was for me the central message which I get from my life. I don't get from my life that my life is about having fun or things like this. No. Hashem teaches you something. He wants you to grow. And in areas which you don't want. That was the message which I always emphasized at the table. But I was identified with that. I was able to be very emotional about that. And so what Hashem does wants from us. For example, I don't want, I don't want to cry now in front of you. But when I, when I read the Haftorah today, this Shabbos Haftorah is Shabbos Shabbos. Uh, but the normal Haftorah from Metzoiro is about the four Metzoiroim which are outside of town, that's right? The four Metzoiroim. And I, I, <laughs> that's for me an unbelievable thing. There are four Metzoiroim outside of town and Yerushalayim is about to, to starve to death. That's right? The four Metzoiroim are about to starve to death. And then Chizkiyot says we won't have to have anything to, to eat and things like this will, will be. And then there are four, four people with Tzoraz. How do you call that? Tzoraz. That's a, that's a, four people with Tzoraz outside of town. And they find that the Machane Arom is abandoned. They all escaped. All escaped. And there's a lot of food there. And they begin to eat the food. And then they come in. And they say, they say no, it's not right. You know who was the one? The one of the Tzoraz? You know who was? One of them was Gehazi and his sons. Gehazi! Perhaps you heard, learned that in, 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 in Nach. Gehazi, a Roshe, huh? Gehazi was outside. And Gehazi was outside and he was out an outcast. And you think the Yeshua of Klalisol comes from the big rabbi. You have a mistake. The Yeshua of Kalisol came from four outcasts, which they were having, the, they were went out of the town, and they were seeing that is 
they, they were not allowed to enter. And then I can imagine how they come and they scream. And the one on the top, he says, mmm. And they says, there's everything empty. And he says, mmm. And he doesn't hear because he's on the, on the wall. And they may not enter. They are metzeroin. You spit on them. You are throwing them out. And Kehazi has no chelik lo'elamabo. Huh? No. He doesn't have a chelik lo'elamabo. And where does the Yeshua come from? Why are we alive still? And didn't starve to their death? Because of four metzeroim. Four people which are kicked out of the whole thing. That's why. Huh? Hmm? That's the story, huh? When you tell stories like this, then you resonate, huh? Because that takes me, you know? You think, you know, for sure, the Yeshua comes from Chaim Kanievsky. The Yeshua, once in a while, comes from a Metsoiro, from someone which has no Chelek Loilam Abo. He has no Chelek Loilam Abo. That's the in Sanhedrin. No Chelek Loilam Abo. Kechazi. He, without him, we would all starve to death. Hmm. Interesting thing, huh? That is part of your emunah. You see, a story which is told. But a story which is told in the way that it resonates with you. Why? Because it resonates with me. It resonates with me. Then it resonates also with the, with the students. Okay? That was a dogma. Let's say them. Good. That's what I wanted to tell you. Okay? I think that was enough for, for today. Let's say them. Atkar. You want to ask a question? Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's what you saw by me now. That the story of Rikehazi resonates with me. Huh? That's right. I don't know what to, what to say to tell you. You see that, that, that this is a thing which you intrinsically feel that's right. Not that you understand the logic. You feel it's right. Intrinsically. Immediately. I mean, that was immediately. It's also because of my life story, you know. <laughs> I was born in a non-from family. My father didn't know what Yom Kippur is. That's as far as you can go. And I always wonder why people listen to me. Uh, why should they listen to me? An outcast. Material, you know. That's what they mean. And I say, no. You don't know where that comes from. You don't know which part of life will bring you where. You don't know. Huh? That's what I feel. And that's why I resonate with Gehazi, you know. Hopefully I will not be like Gehazi. No, I hope not, you know. But I resonate with that. No, you can be in the lowest place. In the lowest place. But you don't know what Hashem wants from you. Don't know. Perhaps you will save the Klavisol. The way Gehazi did. Okay? Is Rabbi Lester saying that finding and connecting to Torah, the stories, the different parts of the Torah, and finding the parts that you resonate, that excite you, that builds Amunah? Yes, but, but you use two words. Exciting is not resonating. Okay. Exciting is not resonating. It resonates much deeper. Connecting? Yeah, okay, resonating okay. is also good, no? It resonates means you go, you feel, you go in the same, in the same, I, just, I do not know how to say it. It's a, it's a concept one has to think about. You are like, for example, you know over here in this room, it's full with, with all the films in the world, you know that? You didn't tell it to your principal, for sure. Because you could take a device 
And when you put it in the right way, then you get all the films in the world here, in that school. So it's a trave school. Eh? Well, how can that be? No, because only when you have a thing which resonates with those waves which come in, then you can have it. But as long as it doesn't resonate, it doesn't speak to you. Watch. You know? Do you listen to all the music which goes on on the radio now? It's all in here. Everything. And all the television is here. It's here happening now. Only you don't have the thing which resonates with that. Then you don't hear anything. It's not exciting. It's something much deeper. You see? When you would have the, the thing which resonates, then you, then you get it. But as long as you don't have that, it goes over and you don't feel anything. That is your question. I do understand that. That's your question. So, one has to find that. I don't know my, myself. It's, I try to, to, to give that over with that, that I resonate, where I resonate with Torah. So, I have to be a little bit more multi-faced that I do it once in a while in this place, and once in a while in that place, and then it goes over to a variety of people. But it has to do with, the resona- with how by the teacher things are resonating. Yeah? But you see, uh, over here it's full, but if nothing resonates with those waves, then you don't, you, then it's nothing happening. Goodness. That's the way you have it. You can read Torah, and you can read all the books, all the Sforim, and it doesn't resonate, and then it's like the wave which goes through, and all the things were here, but you didn't resonate with it, then you don't get it. You, you didn't get it. You have to have a way to resonate. So that is, by me, the way you present that, because it resonates with you, and not only with uh, a good story or a motivational thing. Okay? Atkan, good.